I'm Jeff Cook. And I'm TJ Wilson. And this is Around the Circle. I'm walking slowly. Enneagram is a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships. It creates language for what motivates us and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram is a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I'm a philosopher in Greeley, Colorado, and with me is TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, and Enneagram ninja. Hello. Man, on the Instagram, somebody even said... TJ Wilson is an Enneagram Ninja, and it made my heart glad. Nice. I'll take that. <laughs> so if you're out there and you have the Instagram, you got to find us and, and give TJ some love because he's just hanging at home with a one-year-old. Yep, it's true. And I've always and- wanted to be a ninja, so. <laughs> <laughs> you're the least ninja person I think I can. I'm sneaky. That's the you only are thing sneaky. I have. That's true. Yeah. You do have the sneak going on for you. See, you're way more of the uh, detective with a pipe. That's closer, yeah. Right? Speaking of detectives, there's only four people out of apparently 150-some-odd of my friends who actually realized my April Fool's Day prank (laughs) immediately, (laughs) and one of them was T.J. Wilson. Excellent. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm counted in in the minority there. I'm going to spoil this for every one of my friends who actually listens to our podcast. This is how I get you every year. I pitch something on Facebook that is ridiculous, and yet you believe it because my wife is such has such a high capacity for doing amazing things. And I say something outlandish about my wife. Two years ago, I said, everyone needs to, to text Kelly how excited they are about her running for mayor of our 100,000-person town. And everyone lost their minds. Really excited about (laughs) Kelly running for mayor. And here's the thing that's hilarious. When they realize that it's a prank, they are so mad at me. But it's really about them, you know? Because you you fill people with hope for great (laughs) things happening. And then it's just pure nonsense. <laughs> Push into their desire for hope. That actually is it. That, that's my skill set normally. Yeah. I was actually thinking this the, the yesterday. Yesterday was April 1st for us. And I was like, why am I really good at pranking people in this way? And that's what it is. Because you know how to I, abuse hope. <laughs> I know how to weaponize <laughs> your desire for a better world. <laughs> so TJ will know this, but I posted a picture of Kelly in her master's degree graduation uniform and just said, I want to express just how proud I am of Kelly getting this year's UNC honorary doctorate degree. Um, We are going to have a party at this date and time. Do sign up below. And if you have a chance, make sure that you send her a text of congratulations. Kelly went to school. Kelly doing during this. (laughs) She she was in class. (laughs) And when she got back to her phone, she had 98 messages. (laughs) This, by the way, was in the space of like two hours. 
And then all through the night, well, she got home and we're, we're eating dinner. And then it was just bing, bing, bing. <laughs> and I just giggled from like 3 p.m. all the way to 11. I'm just giggling. Because your poor friends are excited and supportive and also a little gullible. But not TJ Wilson. <laughs> I, I bought it for a second. And then I realized that it was you who sent it. And I was like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> nope. Kelly would have announced this herself. So the first person who saw it actually put a smiley face like they got it. It yeah. was a good friend of mine who's a Marine who used to actually stand sentry at uh, American Embassy. Very observant. Sure, yeah. His wife, however, was the biggest sucker <laughs> for it. <laughs> and... Kelly has like a 10 person text that she has with some folks and this person jumped in and was celebratory and with their 10 person text. And so all the other nine other yeah. <laughs> people, they jumped in. That's one of the she tricks had... about this. Are, are the people in our lives is that like they don't check the source material. <laughs> they don't. Everyone just gets excited about the news. No. <laughs> All lies. <laughs> it goes to prove that even on April 1st, people do not check the sources that they believe <laughs> about news in even our world. Even on April 1st. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite comments are, though, like people will go out of their way to text me after they figured it out, yeah. after it's been hours yeah. of, of kind of internally celebrating. It's just F you, Jeff Cook, <laughs> F you and everything you stand for. <laughs> <laughs> the angrier they are, the, the more you know you got them. <laughs> the hook was in deep. Yeah. All right. Well. Don't we have We're work continuing. to do or something? We're probably. <laughs> I'm way more into pranking people. Um, <laughs> we are on topics. Uh, this is just a quick reminder. TJ and I are going to be going through some topics for a little bit here, and we would love to hear what's on your heart and mind. What kind of topic would you love to go around the circle with? We are easy to find on Instagram and on Twitter. Reach out to us. Pitch us some ideas. We'll throw them in there. Uh, if you have not seen our Patreon, and this is after July, we're going to have a bunch of good stuff going up um, soon. So do check us out there as well. You can find all the links to all of our stuff at aroundthecircle.org. TJ, do you like planning stuff? It's a mixed bag for me. I like planning some things, but a lot of things I'm just like, nah, let's just see how it goes. I'm real bad on the let's see how it goes side of things. Mm. But today is one of those episodes. Sure. Partially because this is a topic that we want to talk about and just haven't had the chance to kind of knuckle down and say, what are your thoughts on this? Right. And I don't Might know as that well... I've seen any real material that dives into this either. Nope. Yeah. Fresh. It's going to be some freshy fresh. Yep. My favorite story. So I was in a funk band for three years at our biggest gig that we ever played. We opened for a very famous band out of New Orleans. And we had a horn section. The band gets up, they play. And they invited our horn section to come up and play with them. Now, these guys were baked out of their minds. Sure. Yeah, you said you were in a funk band, right? <laughs> <laughs> our horn players get up. College kids, fair, fairly straight-laced 18-year-olds. 
um, they get up there. They're super excited. They're in front of this big audience. They look over at, at the at the saxophone player, and the song is about to start, and they're like, we're, we, we'd love to have Trump Mother Jones. That was the name of our band. We'd love to have them come up and play with us. So my horn players get on stage. They look over, and they're like, they, they all of a sudden have this look on their face, like, I have no idea what to do right now. Mm-hmm. And so they look at the sax player, and they say, hey, hey, uh, what what key is this chart in? And he looked back over him and goes, man, however it comes out, that's how it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Launch into the song. Luckily enough, the horn players in our bands were, were very skilled musicians. They picked it up very quickly and sure. knew what key it yeah. was in. But this is my mantra in life, as you'll know. Like <laughs> Occasionally, you have to just say, however it comes out, that's how it's going to go. Yep. And that's where we're that's that's what we're doing today. So, uh, you want to talk about the topic? I've, I'm talking so much right now. What's the, what's our what's our topic today? So we're talking about the body, and uh, I mean, e- each of us has a body, and our types are going to have a certain relationship to our body, and we're going to view our bodies uh, in ways that are informed by our type. And so, that's that's pretty much it. It's the body. When most of us get into the Enneagram, we're told about our intelligence center. And so we focus in on body, heart, head. But each of the types have some connection to their heart, their head, and their body. Right. And just going around the circle and talking about how each of us engage these elements of ourselves, eh, it's worth doing. Yeah. I didn't think about this, but when we do our future episodes, so do come back for those, um, when we get to the head... One of the things that we're going to have to talk about is that twos don't have an anchor in the head. Right. Uh, neither their wings, security, or stress go to the head. Right. And sevens don't have an anchor in the heart. Right. Every other type has some type of connection to all three intelligence centers. You got a favorite number uh, between one and nine? I mean, obviously nine's my favorite number, but... Uh, I say let's start with twos. Let's do start with the twos. So we're going to talk about the body, and we're going to talk about how each type engages their body, and we're we're just going to jump into this. What are your thoughts? What are my thoughts? However it comes out. That's how it's going to be. Come on. Twos. When twos um, engage their body, what are some of your first thoughts on this? Yeah, um, so twos are connected to the intelligence center of the body by the wing on the one side. Uh, And just a a quick note about wings. We all have two wings. So the tests that tell you that you are uh, uh, five wing four, that's fine, but you also have your six wing. The test that tells you that you're a five wing two is lying. It doesn't know what it's talking about. The wings are the numbers on either side of your type and we all have both wings sometimes one of them is developed more than the other but we all have both of them so just get that out of the way uh twos have a connection to the body center through their one wing and also when they move into stress they uh pick up some of the energy at eight and so they have both of those are connected to the body center now, talking about their physical body, 
they take in the world through that feeling center, their heart center types. So they are reading the emotions, they're reading relationships. That's that's the way that they take in the world and then the way they sort of navigate is through that space. And because of their one wing, they have feelings, they, they process feelings and the feelings of other people, and then they act on it. And so their relationship to their body is, is sort of a, as a tool to get them to the relationships that they're, they're trying to cultivate. Like they're, they are, they're givers, they're helpers, they're, they're using their skill of reading other people to essentially gain favors for themselves, but they're all doing that by using their body to serve other people. That was an epiphany for me re-listening to our faith episode. There is something about this, what we'll call the secondary center that is engaged heavily after the intelligence center. So to take in the world through their feeling center, but then they want to physically engage other people. Right. Um, we're going to see this with sevens, that sevens are going to take the world in through their head, but then they want to do something. Right. And so it's this is how I take the world in, but how I engage, that's coming in a different space, which is the secondary center. So twos, sevens, and nines, their secondary center is going to be their body. And we'll we'll make note of that, but this is important for twos, yeah? Right. I mean, because the the body is, is how they actually get the things that they're trying to do. They, That's they, what it is. They, they are serving. They're actively doing things for other people. Yep. Let's push into that. It's how they get what they want is through their body. It's, it's, it's the tool by which they get what they want. Yeah. I think this is correct. As we continue around the circle, we're going to see this in two other ways with those who secondary center is their head and those whose secondary center is their hearts. Mm. And it'll come out different as we, this is what happened in our faith dialogue. Right. But that's the important thing I think here with the twos in the body, they obviously have the one wing and they obviously in stress are going to go to eight. So there might be more of an action oriented in uh, stress. Let's talk about that for a minute. uh, Twos, stress and body. What do you, what goes through your head? Well, the, so when twos uh, enter into spaces of, of real stress, when they've moved through excess and they, they start to really take on some of those eight qualities, they become like, that's the place where the mama bear lives. Yeah. You know, like the, the, the protective grizzly, but it's also like bears aren't just protective. They're also very strong and, and, destructive Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's it's not necessarily just protection but that is the place where where twos will draw up a lot of their strength and when they when they move to eight when they pick up a lot of that energy the it makes everything a little bit bigger and that's it's not just physical but the way that so we talk about eights when like when eights walk into a room, you can tell because their energy fills up a space. Twos draw in some of that for themselves as well. So it's mm-hmm. it's the physical body, but it's also the the sort of metaphysical body that that their their energy becomes bigger. 
and they become more decisive and more oriented more more task oriented and yeah. um and and they have the opportunity to become more in touch with themselves and that's because because eights give the the eight energy gives them the strength to sort of stand up for themselves when they need it and and that i mean that that is about the body it's it's about self preservation and self protection mm. that's what i hear as well the flip for twos to be able to look at themselves is taking on a different posture mm -hmm. because normally is it not the case that twos are going to have a hyper focus on externals? I am presenting my self image outwardly to others to get what I want. And that's, that's a primary. Yeah. Right. Well, and even, I, I think not even necessarily intentionally presenting an image, but more concerned about the function of their presence. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Which again is, is sort of physical. It's, it's like, how, how am I useful to these other people? Yeah. Going to be similar overlap. Again, I want to talk about sevens for a minute just because they share this triad. It's not true of nines, but it's true of sevens. Sevens are going to flee outward to avoid inner grief or pain or mm -hmm. stuckedness. Mm-hmm. That outward focus, I think, is interesting here for both twos and sevens. That is a very physical move. I'm going out to help people. I'm going out to get gain the adventure that's going to allow me mm -hmm. to stay ahead of the problem. When I think about the this triad, the secondary center, two sevens and nines, but especially on the what do, what, what do you call that uh, that set of numbers? The six numbers that are not three sixes and nines. The hexad. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Enneagram term I haven't heard before. Yeah, you have the, the equilateral triangle and then the hexad. So the hexad, then, all of these types are going to be of this sort. And I'll, I mean, I'll footnote it when we get there, but for twos and sevens, you take in the world either through your heart or your head, but then it's very much engagement. I'm going to help other people. I'm going to go on this adventure. Yeah, there's your body. So I'm getting active, my heart for the two. My heart is activating my body yeah, to get the thing that I need. Yep. And the thing that I need is attention. Yeah, that's a great not, way to think of that. Not true of sevens. Sevens are going to take the world in through their head, mm -hmm. and their head's going to activate their bodies to get what they need, and what they need is security. And yep. the way that they're going to gain security is by being active and adventurous. Yep. Boom. Um Anything else with uh, with the twos? I think that because twos are concerned about the way that others perceive them as useful and they are out of touch with their own needs, I think that twos are not extremely likely to be not aware but invested in their body the way that other types might be. Mm, sure. Like I just, I, I think that the twos will be more concerned about other people than they will be about taking care of themselves because that, I, that is the twos MO. Mm -hmm. 
And I think there there are we are going to encounter types that are going to be very concerned about how they look and how other people perceive how they look. And I don't think twos are going to have that in the foreground of how they process their own body. Yeah. Here's a dinosaur bone to maybe brush off. There's something here. I don't know what it is. Um, and actually, if you're on the Twitter, send us your thoughts. Secondary center, those numbers overlap with coping style. We've talked a lot about coping style. But twos, sevens, and nines all have their body as their secondary center. And two sevens and nines all cope with problems by taking a positive outlook. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the overlap is there. I don't either. Might be the case. We'll see this with ones, threes, and fives. Ones, threes, and fives are all going to shut down their emotional life and try and solve a problem logically. Mm-hmm. But ones, threes, and fives all have as their secondary center their heart. So it's almost like they're shutting down their heart in order to solve the problem. Yeah. And I wonder if there's something there with two sevens and nines. I'm going to, sh- I'm going to take a positive outlook because I can't control the physical universe or any details out there to come full circle. Fours, sixes, and eights all have the head as their secondary center. They push for an emotional response from others. Right. I need to know that other people feel how I do. I take in the world through my head, but I need to push outward to others and ensure that if I'm going to feel safe in my head, other people feel the same way I do. I don't know. There's something about emotions there. Mm -hmm. Anyway, maybe we'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's something there. I think I need some time with it before I know what it is though. Well, brings us to the threes. Three secondary center is their head. Again, one, threes and fives. All of the head is their secondary center. Now, the three is going to be in the harmony triad, so it's going to sit right in the middle of its intelligence center. Right. Three takes in the world through its heart and yet engages the world through action and thinking. Right. So the secondary center is also the repressed center. Right. You got thoughts on threes? I have lots of thoughts on threes. The (laughs) So because threes take in the world through that, that heart space, but they, they don't engage from that same place. And so as they're, they're charting a path forward, they have equal access to body and head to move. And I think that that combines into like, this is why threes are so good at making plans and running with it. This, like, this is where goal setting and achievement lives is in making a plan and then enacting that plan and that's that's what that's what you get when you combine the head and the body and and so there's there's a natural action based like like threes are naturally very active people and it's because they have a plan and they are enacting their plan and 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 this is this is how you achieve success is by setting goals and then achieving your goals and uh, I think that 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 body center is a big part of how threes are going to navigate. Like I I don't know any threes that are not extremely active people. Right. 
And it's all from this place of like, there, there's, there's things to do. There's always, and, and like threes are very good at, at pivoting at, at sort of reframing and coming up with a plan to change failure into successes and to constantly be moving toward more success. And part of that is because of that body center informing so much of how they engage the world. And I think it it's also true that because threes are very concerned about their image and the way other people see them, threes are probably the most likely to be concerned about their physical image as well. Yep. Where does deceit and their awareness of their physical image overlap with their feelings, with their, with their heart, with that secondary center? I, I think there's probably a lot of nuance here, but I think the, the big idea is that the body is the thing that people see. Ooh, sure. Yeah, and yeah. so you have to maintain the body because that is, that is the most obvious sign of success. Yeah, and that's how the body comes in for the three. I'm thinking about my body. Right. Not in the way that ones do. Ones are going to be self-critical of their body and are idealistic there. Threes are going to be aware of how other people see their bodies. Correct. And being in the center of that heart space, they're being, having that two wing and that four wing, they're also going to draw in a little bit from both of those types to help inform that they are very concerned about not just how other people see their body, but, but how they think other people see their body. Like it's all a comparison game and yeah. And success looks like being the best in the room, which means that I have to have the best body in the room. And it's not necessarily Mm. that, that threes, that, that all threes are going to be obsessed with being the best looking, but they are going to have the thing that is, comparing themselves to the way other people look a lot. Mm. Our, our society is sort of built on that. Like that, that's a, a cornerstone of how America in 2021 works. Uh, we're very image obsessed, but I think that threes are going to struggle with that more than a lot of other types. Again, just spitballing. We talked about the heart's message last time in our faith podcast. Message four, threes they need to hear is your love for simply being you, which is on the opposite side from your appearances. Right. Let's talk about your depthy self. Right. Yeah. The, the way that deceit sort of lives in this space is in allowing threes to think that their appearance is a reflection of their insides mm-hmm. that, that their, that their appearance is more important than what's going on on the inside. Right. But it's also the case that, um, threes are going to like, because failure is not an option. Threes are also going to have a real, like threes are really going to struggle with the ways that their bodies fail them. Yeah, sure. Like we, these, these meat sacks that we live in, they're, they're fragile and they're, they degrade over time. And like, you can do so much to take care of you. And also you may, it may not matter in the end. Yeah. 
Like you could live a perfectly healthy life and still get cancer when you're 30 because our, our bodies are disgusting meat sacks and, and that betrayal is for types like threes is going to be awful. The impression in my mind is that the three's body is actually where their superpower is. It's like, this is a place that I'm just really good. I'm really good at physically exuding who I am through, through my physicality. I'm, I'm really good at communicating who I am through my physicality. Mm-hmm. When I think through all the, t- all the fictional characters that we've gone through that are threes, their, their appearance obviously pops just immediately, but it's right. almost like this is where they're just a superstar. You, like, it's like this is where they're most comfortable. Right. They're most, you know, like I'm a, I'm a drummer. You put drumsticks in my hand or you put me in front of a hand drum and I just feel comfortable here mm-hmm. and I can do things. I'm, I have the impression that that's how a three is with their, with their body. Sure. And so when the body fails... Gosh, I wonder if we went through our threes and the one that's popping to mind is Tony Stark. When Tony Stark's body fails, that's when he has his existential crisis. Right. Um, I wonder if that wouldn't be the case. Like it's, it's, so I know this with, with my wife. Um, she was a, a fantastic swimmer in high school. She broke a bone and was unable to finish out uh, her senior season. And that ended up being a tremendously important event in her life or body failed right right and there's there's no there's no reframing that you can't yeah. like she didn't get to like there there's no reframing that she physically couldn't swim anymore i mean i think that's it the big thing when we did our mcu deep dive when we talked about black widow her big thing had to do with her body and her inability to get pregnant well there's debatable but uh, debatable on whether she could get pregnant or whether that's where she struggled. Debatable about... I'm still not convinced that that scene was what it seemed. Oh, let's see. I, I don't think that her not being able to get pregnant was the thing that she felt made her a monster. I think that her completing, intentionally choosing that life is what she felt made her a monster. Oh, sure, sure, sure. It's I mean, This is the whole debate about that scene. Yeah. Everyone's yep, upset yep. because they think that her not being able to have kids makes her a monster. I totally, forgot about, I totally forgot about the language there. Yeah, the language Although, is terrible. Uh, that scene did not unfold well. For that character, she, she's very aware of that element of her physicality. Yeah. I suppose that's why I wanted to highlight whether or not yes. the screenwriters do a good job that's at least where they're trying to anchor things. I can't think of any other characters off the top of my head that we've talked about on this front, but there's a ton of high-profile athletes who I'd want to elevate as threes. Mm-hmm. And again, injury is a big deal. Right, right. I mean, it's a big deal for any athlete, obviously, but... Or even just getting older. Ooh. Just not physically being able to do the things that you used to be able to do that that's made a- you a star. I really want to talk about Muhammad Ali sometime because I think he's a spectacular example of a three. Sure. And that's his problem. He can't retire and it actually gets him in huge trouble. He ends up suffering major brain damage because he's unable to retire and he fights too long and he's not able to defend himself against these very 
these young, powerful men who are taking swats at his head. Right. Mm. Moving to the fours. Fours in their bodies. Uh, what hit you? So fours, we're still in that heart triad. Fours still thinking about the way that they are s- seen by other people. But also, like, so so fours are, their wings are in the head and the heart. And they they pick up a little bit of the body from their security point at one. But they, fours are, are very good at thinking about their emotions. <laughs> like, they're, they're in that heart space and, and they have a, a closer connection to the head. So they're less invested in action in uh, behavior in what their body does but they are still concerned about image so they are trying to cultivate an image with their body that reflects the complexity that they feel on the inside mm-hmm. so their body is actually more I, I think the, the thing that can be said for fours more than any other type is that their body is a canvas for what they are experiencing on the inside. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. The thing that went through my head is that fours are action repressed. So this is, they're going to be furthest from feeling comfortable in their bodies. However, they're going to be unique when they are in security they actually move to one and one is going to be a body type. Mm-hmm. And so there's something about the security for a four that's actually an action-oriented, perhaps, right. way of being in the world. This is this is the place where they start to, when they are in security, they start to set goals and, and, and work at the things that they need to improve. And yeah, picking up some of that, like get things done energy from one. But I'm not sure that that necessarily does anything outside of action. I'm not sure that it, it has any reflection on their physical body except for as a tool to get things done. I suppose, and again, just spitballing and moving into spaces I don't feel comfortable. But the in my head, if I'm imagining a four who's in security, it actually is coming forth boldly. It's like exuding off of them either in the artwork they're creating and artwork can be across the board, the, the, the things, the artifacts they are manufacturing, or perhaps in their dress, being aware of the details of I'm going to put this on and the feeling of security comes forth in their physicality. Mm-hmm. Sure. Those are the things I don't, I don't have anything yeah. else to say there, but that oh, I, yeah. I think for their secure, at least it comes out in a confidence that seems to me more action oriented than, anything yeah yeah i agree with that fours fives and nines are all action repressed though and so all of these three types are gonna have troubles with their bodies of a different sort you want to talk about action repression in the body well i think that uh, so that another another way of saying action represses it that we're withdrawn and it's it is that that step back for the thing that we're looking for and like like we're four sides and nines are all hesitant to act on the things that they think or they feel. In nines, this manifests as sloth. Like we don't 
give our energies to the things that are important. But in the same way, fours and fives exhibit that with that withdrawn, that that hesitancy to act, that hesitancy to do the things that they know that they're supposed to do. And this I mean that that lives in the body. Yeah. Is there something about withdrawing as your stance that is fundamentally about your body for fours, fives, and nines? Yes, because we're withdrawing into the center that we're comfortable with. And all, for fives, types. yeah, for fives, they're withdrawing into their head. For fours, they're withdrawing into their feelings. Ah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. For nines, we're but, withdrawing into our body, but that's a different thing. We'll talk about that when we get to nines. Right. We've talked about this in other places, but for withdrawn types, the virtue that's needed is courage. There's something about engaging your physicality, the virtue of which is courage. I'm I'm putting into practice the things I know are good and best. Courage is virtue at the testing point, but it's it's often an action-oriented virtue. Right. There's some there's something about fours, fives, and nines and making friendships with courageous people, reading about courageous people, seeing this as the place that they can shore up their repressed center. Where threes are going to be real comfortable in their body, it'd be the opposite for fours, yeah. Right. And and in no small part because fours are still looking at the world and seeing themselves as deficient somehow. Mm-hmm. So that includes their bodies. Like they're... I don't know a single four that doesn't have some type of ailment that real or not makes them deficient somehow. Oh, that they see themselves as having an, an ailment? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's something about their body. I mean this this is all parts of fours. Like they they see there's something about them that is deficient somehow that that right. they are missing out on a crucial piece that, that allows other people the happiness and enjoyment of life. Right. And that includes the body. There's is, something wrong with their body that keeps them from being as happy and successful and whatever as other people. It's the envy coming into play mm-hmm. for them. Is envy, envy can be about all sorts of things. It's not just physical. Oh, yeah. Envy, it's, yeah. But that's how that would materialize in their bodies. Either my body or my dress or the things perhaps that I own are not as good as that other person's. I'm not able to create the way they create. Yeah. Worthy. Four sixes and eights are all going to share the secondary center of their head. I'm not sure this again, just in terms of problem solving, their coping style is, as we said, it's emotional response. I don't know that that has any overlap with the body, but I just name it for for the sake of naming it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it does. I think it actually excludes the body. Yeah. In a way. Like that's that's, right. that's part of what the emotional response is, is is I we need to have an emotional conversation about this thing. I need yeah. I need you to understand how I feel and I need to know that you I, I need to know that you understand how I feel. Eights I could see pushing physically into spaces to get an emotional response. I imagine on the opposite side, fours are pushing emotionally into spaces in in order to get an emotional response. I think stance plays a big role there. Oh, you're, yeah, you're right. 
Yeah, we could skip that. <laughs> uh, well, anything else on fours and their bodies? I'm the one who said it, but I really like thinking of body of the four as a canvas for their inner life. Yeah. And I'm going to use that a lot in the future. <laughs> I, I, I like that also. All right. Well, that brings us to fives. Hey, TJ, what's the story with fives and their bodies? Well, fives are actually sort of the um, cousin, sister, mirror image of fours. Uh, so if you if you look at the symbol, there's like this funny little gap between fives and fours uh, in the hexad, and, and we call that the existential gap. That's where head and heart are across the chasm. And so fives, in, in the same way that fours are very good at thinking about their feelings, uh, fives spend all of their time in their head with their thoughts, and, and they are attached to their feelings in that way, and they are disconnected from their body. Uh, so, like I said, a mirror image of fours um, in that sense. And so a lot of the things that we've said about fours are are very similar to the what happens with fives. They are withdrawn. They uh, So they exhibit that same kind of like step back to get into their head. Uh, they are going to be more interested in information and data than they are about the practical application of all of that information and data. So uh, a lot of fives are going to be very, if, if they are invested in their body, it is because this is how you take care of a body. It's not going to be because this is the, the best way to look. It's because this is the best way to take care of the physical form. That's exactly right, yeah. Of all things, we bring him up all the time just because I think his insights are real interesting when you pair him with the Enneagram. But uh, I remember Warren Buffett presenting. He doesn't do this very often, but I saw him give a public lecture, and his introduction was, imagine that I bought you whatever car you wanted, but you had to sign a document saying it was the only car you would ever own. I'll buy you whatever car you want, but it's the only car you'll ever own. How would you treat that car? And then he applied it to your body. Yeah. He was there to talk about whatever he was going to talk about, but he really wanted to focus in on how you treat your body, which I, which just as a five, that wouldn't be where I would necessarily think they would go. Right. That's exactly what you're saying there. Yep. And it, it is about the practical necessity of taking care of your physical form because you only have the one chance. Again, it's the case, just to build on this, Bill Gates, again, a five, is super concerned with people's bodies, yeah. specifically when it comes to disease and when it comes to climate change. Right. And clear, like, those are two great examples of people who are definitely not worried about their image. Yeah, right. Like, Bill Gates is a silly-looking dude. Like, he looks yep. like the type of person who spent all of his free time as a child com doing computer programming. Like that's which just, he did. Which he did. He looks <laughs> like a nerd. Yeah. He just has billions of dollars and is also a nerd. Yeah. Because he's not concerned about his image. He is concerned about his physical body doing the things that it's supposed to do and what it takes to take care of that. Yeah. I mean, on that front... Warren Buffett is over 90 years old. 
Right. You know, obviously, he has the resources to be over 90 years old, but. And he has the resources to be super flashy. Yeah. Like both of them could be hella flashy if they wanted to be. That's exactly right. And they're not at all interested in that. Nope. Both in how they dress, and this is no judgment on their partners, but I don't think of their partners as being flashy. There are some wealthy, powerful people who that's what they want to elevate is here is my gorgeous partner. Right. But that's not them. Nope. Mm. Warren Buffett lives in the same house he bought in the 1950s when... He was not a millionaire, <laughs> right? And and he doesn't he doesn't need more than that. And yeah. that 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 the need steps out of that like five concern about scarcity and and resources. The need comes into play in the way that they engage the physical world as well. That was the thing that hit me was so for both fours and fives. There's going to be a similar move. They're both action repressed, but when they go to security, both numbers are going to action-oriented numbers. Right. Fours go to one, fives go to eight. The action-orientedness for fours, I want to say, is about their image. That's, that is their primary desire. Yeah. The focus of twos, threes, and fours has something to do with self-image. Mm-hmm. Here's how I connect. I connect with the attention that I get. Fives, it's security. Right. And so the action-orientedness of a five is going to be about security. Right. So I'm going to stockpile the resources I need to ensure that I have the security I crave. Right. Real similar move there, I think. Yeah. And and I think that like in that security place, in in healthy ways, fours are going to start paying more attention to the things in their life that are not necessarily about their image. Uh, like like when they are healthy and secure and moving to that one place, that energy is about getting things done. It's, mm-hmm. about, it's about doing the things that need to be done and, and, and making the world better um, and, and less about, less focused on themselves and and when fives move to that security place and and get into their body that that focus is on using their their knowledge to essentially make other people's lives better Mm -hmm. i never hear about fours in energy but i hear about fives and nines in energy a lot maybe Mm -hmm. that's just a maybe we should talk about fours and energy at some point but energy comes up with fives and nines and so does dress and neglect of self with fives and nines. Mm -hmm. And that seems like a body thing, both energy and taking care of one's appearance. You got thoughts on that? I think it's less about taking care of one's appearance and more about, I I would broaden that and say it's about taking care of, of one's physical self. Cause I, I think that's right, but I think it's right for fours as well. It's but but fours are going to be naturally better at sort of not not glossing it over, but covering or appropriately emphasizing the ways that they're not taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. I, I think that it's true for all three of the withdrawn types is that part of that withdrawal is about not 
not engaging the physical self in appropriate ways. Like when, when any of those three types are really unhealthy, there's going to be a lot of physical, like hygiene suffers. We're, we're, we're just, we're not good at taking care of our bodies Mm -hmm. when we are in the well of withdrawal. And I think that's true for all three of them. Yeah. Last question here. Is there any overlap with greed in the body for a five? No. I Well, I'm sure yes, but not in the way that we think about, about greed because their, their greed is about protecting their resources. Yeah. It's not about using their resources. That's it's about it protecting it. This might be the real... Um, distinction between fives and sevens is how they use their yes. resources. Yep. We always quote Christmas Carol on this that the darkness was cheap and Scrooge liked it. Right. That is almost abusive to one's body. Right. Uh, the heat, the lack of light. Yeah, he did. He he did fine because he was rich, but he didn't take care of himself in the way that someone who spends lavishly on themselves does. Mm -hmm. Warren Buffett is the exact representation of Scrooge, but yeah. not being a bad person. Right. Like, yeah, it, it's the same thing. He lives in the same house he bought in the fifties when he wasn't rich. Mm -hmm. He, he only spends, what is it? A hundred thousand dollars. A year? Yeah, it's his salary is a hundred thousand a year. And that's that's literally all he spends. Yeah. His one luxury is he has a plane, which I think he's on that same plane for a long time. He's also one of the richest men in the world and right. But he has a plane that he bought thirty years ago or something like that. But right. Yeah. He goes right. to he does not live as though he has billions of dollars. That's what it is. He lives like he only has a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about sixes in their bodies? Yep. This is actually the type that I'm excited to talk about. Cool. Because I think there's there's really worthwhile overlaps with sixes motive and yeah. their physicality. I agree. Well, what do you see? Well, because sixes don't trust themselves. They doubt everything about themselves, which includes their whole body. Everything is, is wrong with their body. <laughs> that was the insight i needed to understand sixes mm. it was actually it wasn't trusting just themselves but it was i don't trust my body yeah. that was actually the key i needed to go oh okay i think i understand better who my friends are sure yeah it's i mean it it starts from the very core of themselves they don't they they live with a sense of doubt and that that is directed first and foremost at themselves and that includes their body they don't trust their body to be able to do the things that it's supposed to mm -hmm. and it's especially bad when something is actually wrong mm -hmm. like we have we have a friend that was almost a professional skier and then she got injured and mm -hmm. her whole world became like it, it was purposeless. And she was still young enough to not have really decided on a career yet. Right. And she still struggles with trusting her body because she got injured that one time. Mm. Yeah. So valuable there. Yeah. 
And from that spot, it feels like a lot of the things that I characterize with sixes kind of come out of that. There's, again, they're going to be part of that triangle in the center of the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. And so they take in the world through their head and then they act on their feelings. Yeah. Right. It's going to be, here's how I feel. And that's coming forth in how I behave. Right. Or even not knowing how to feel like that, that unproductive thinking is, is so prominent in sixes that it sort of spills into not knowing what to feel, not knowing what to do, which is also tied to their, the way that they look for authority or hierarchy, like someone else looking outside of themselves for the boundaries of how to live. Like these, there's someone who is going to give me all of the rules and I don't have to worry about trusting myself. I'm just going to follow those rules. Mm-hmm. And that way I don't have to think, I don't have to worry about how to feel. I just have to do whatever it is that these rules set out. There it is. The, I suppose that's why I was trying to elevate the stance for a six. It's going to be the same as the stance for ones and twos. They are earners. Mm-hmm. And because they're earners, that that has an action-oriented element to it. Right. Yeah. There's something that I have to do in order to be safe. Yeah. And that that has to do with your your physicality. I'm putting right. my body out there for others. Mm-hmm. It's likewise the case that some sixes are going to, in fact, be reckless with their bodies in terms of how they're engaging the world. Um, counterphobic sixes. Right. The it's, sin won't be doubt. It's going to be recklessness. Right. And it's it's just the it's still from the same place as doubt. Yep. It's just it's just shooting off in the other direction. Uh, and and so where phobic sixes are going to exhibit this type of like a, a, again a hesitancy or or a like the phobic sixes are much more likely to to give all of their sort of allegiance over to an authority figure because this person has has set out the rules for how to live. Counterphobic sixes are pushing out from that mm-hmm. and and just just flinging off in the other direction. I'll sh- I'll show you how unafraid I am. How I refuse to acknowledge the limitations that I sense about myself, so I'm just going to shoot off in this direction. Is safety for a six primarily about their body? I don't think so. I think it's everything. Yeah. I think it's it's emotional. I think it's it's um resources. I think it's I think it is physical, but I th- I think it's all encompassing. It's about money, it's about relationships, it's about car tire pressure. It's like it, it's everything. They're they're looking to make sure that they have safety and security and support in all areas of their life. Sixes like fours and fives are going to go in security to a body type. Right. But they get the tricky body type, yep. nines. Good job, nine. <laughs> uh, because their move to a body type in that play, in that sense, like that security is more in their head. Like it's because the thing that they pick up at nine is calm. Yeah, about about all the things. Yeah, yeah. If they're and so, secure, so, that's the fruit. Yeah, the 
one of the things that is known about sixes is that that they they are the type of people that will do the work that nobody else wants to do. Mm-hmm. Like they like sixes are the backbone of a lot of organizations because they'll step up and do the work that needs to get done when nobody else wants to do it. Mm-hmm. And and like one sixes are are constantly looking to follow the rules and and like there's there's a sort of unconscious sense that so long as I just keep doing what I'm supposed to, then I don't like that is the way that I combat the unproductive thinking and the, and the downward spiral of, of fear and doubt. So, so sixes are often very active in that way. And, and so the move to security in nine, the way that they get the, the, engage the body in that way is actually by relaxing a little. Mm. That doesn't necessarily move against their body. It is, I think this is a common way to misinterpret nines. Actually, we think of eights, nines and ones being body type there. The focus is still on your body. It's just your body in a, in a space of peace mm-hmm. in a space and, of, and not earning. Yes. It's it's the antidote to earning. Yeah, there it yeah. is. That's a good call. There's there's an avoidance of of inappropriate behavior from sixes. I suppose yeah. I think of that as as physical, but I suppose that could be emotional as well. It's emotional and mental as well. It's yeah. it's, it's most visible in the physical because that's what all the rest of us see. Well, maybe that's part of it. Maybe talking about the stress number if sixes feel real uncomfortable, they move into stress, then maybe there would be a heightened awareness of how one's image, how one's physicality is presented to others. Certainly. But it's not just image. It's Yeah, it's, but it's not. That's right. Yeah. It's it's how how does my boss perceive my behavior, but also how does my boss think about me as part of the team? Yeah. Are my ideas any good? Right. Right. It's all things. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. It's what if people knew that I was thinking the things that I think in the privacy of my own brain? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It's your own brain. Nobody can see inside there. It's fine. I don't know where to go with this, but just as a just as a concluding pop culture reference, two of the characters that we really focused on, three of the characters we focused on with, as sixes, Darth Vader, War Machine, and Nebula all have major body issues mm-hmm. in terms of they are stripped of their physicality and machinery replaces what used to be body parts. Right. Well, and uh, Tyler Durden too. I mean, he doesn't become part machine, but he has a, a, huh? a physical break where yep. his part of his consciousness takes over his body. Yep. Spot on. How about sevens in their bodies? How about sevens and their bodies? Sevens, I think, are going to have a really interesting relationship to their bodies because they are all in on things Mm -hmm. until they're not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right? Like that's, I feel like that's a phrase that we need to start working into our regular conversation about sevens is that all in until they're not... um, (laughs) So we're back in the the place where 
we're touching up against the the body center yep. and and sevens in the way that twos don't have connection to the head sevens don't have connection to the heart so so they act on their thoughts and their thoughts are going a million miles a minute and so their their actions are going a million miles a minute and it's it's sort of like like they're just following wherever their thoughts take them and they're they're all in every time and so sevens are going to have are typically going to have like a lot of energy to do the things that they're excited about and they're going to move and and act and and get a lot of stuff done until they're distracted or they decide to move on and then they're going all in in that other direction. Mm -hmm. So you're typically going to see sevens with a lot of energy to accomplish things, but it's not necessarily going to be finishing things. So it's going to seem kind of scattered and... You know why? I hadn't thought about this. It's because it's not actually about getting whatever job it is done. Right. I had never thought about that. The reason that the seven is acting has nothing to do with what they're actually building or starting. No, it's it's about about the experience in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Or spun negatively. It's about fleeing the pain or grief by doing something else. Right. Seriously. That's a, that is a huge door for me in terms of like understanding (laughs) <laughs> the, the sevens that let me down. <laughs> Sorry, sevens out there, but you let me down sometimes. And it's because you and I, we started that big thing together. We started that big thing together. We were all in. And I'm thoroughly responsible to 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 continue this job till the end. Right. And, and you left a third of the way in. Right. Because it was never about the thing. Right. <sighs> and it was about the thing for... No. About eight minutes. No, but it's about... No, I think it's... Am I wrong? It's about something else. They're actually but trying in, to feed a different edge. Right. In their mind, they are... And, and this is this is why I'm going to become obsessed with the phrase all in until they're not. It's because yeah. they are fully invested until they're not. Yeah. It is entirely about the thing until it's not. But it's the thing is feeding... Or allowing them to escape the pain they're fleeing from, yeah? Yes. And they aren't going to feel the same kind of responsibility and obligation to see things through as, say, a one is. Yeah. And that's exactly where, like, my relationship with sevens shatter right there. Sure. Every single time. Yep. I absolutely, yes. Because you feel that. And yes. then when they move on, you're the one stuck holding the shovel. Yes. Which is, is true for anyone in a seven's life. When they move on, other people are stuck finishing the thing that, or, or in the thing that they were working on. I guess it's true. It's not just ones and sevens. That would right. be, yeah. I mean, it's ones be... are going to be the most upset by it, probably. <laughs> <laughs> because, because it's, your responsibility to stick with it now. Yeah, it's yeah, because I naturally feel right. obligation. If right. I bail my commitments, then that's about my character and that's it's unacceptable to move on. Right. 
Sevens don't have that same kind of sense of obligation. It, and it's not right. necessarily a bad thing. It's, an, it's a bad and unhealthy thing if they are unaware of it and they're, they're unwilling to address it when it needs to be. There's two sevens that I'm aware of who just right before they got divorced racked up hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. Sure. Because they could and then they were going to, it was going to get split. All this stuff is half price right now. Sure. That's the image that goes through my head when you said that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. On the flip side, I know sevens who have repaired massive amounts of debt from messy divorces and... I mean, that's a character on the other side. Right. And that's, yeah, health and unhealth. Yeah. There, the body here, I suppose, let me elevate the body again. The Again, the, the thing that's different between fives and sevens, there is the five whose fear leads to hoarding and mm-hmm. the seven whose fear leads to consuming. Yeah. And the distinction is real clear in the body. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to touch the money in my bank account versus I'm going to spend every last cent in my bank account and maybe I can grab somebody else's bank account while I'm at it. Because there's fun things to be bought. It is about appeasing your fear or mm-hmm. or silencing your fear. How would we say that? Um, avoiding your fear? Avoiding works. Outrunning I mean, your fear? Yeah, I, I think outrunning is probably better. I, I, I So... I, I really like this distinction of fives that the thing that they're working against is is being stuck. And like why have money that you're not going to spend? Like then then like you're you're just tied to that. Why not enjoy it now? Which is is the same thing behind like we joke about the ice cream thing a lot. Like why yeah. what's better than one scoop of ice cream, two scoops of ice cream? Why only have one when you can have two? Like it's, it's, it's the same thing behind it. And it's, it's like, there's this, this opportunity on the horizon and I want to get to that horizon, but you're always chasing the horizon at that point because the horizon just keeps going. I think this is where the secondary center comes in. Just like twos need to physically feel the affection sevens, something about their physicality where they engage the world more than anyone else. Right. And that's it's about enjoyment can... and, and like going and getting the thing. Like the chase is part of the game. That's why the gluttony and on the opposite side, the self-restraint, what's the virtue uh, for sevens? It's sobriety. Uh, yeah. It's why those are so huge. Right. Those are about your body. Right. And it's your secondary center. It's also the case that their coping style then comes in here with their body that they're going to spin things positive. Right. And and sevens, I think, is is a much clearer, like, body kind of... So they, the way the positive outlook works is, um, for twos, it's like, why be stuck in these problems when there's things that we can do to help other people? Mm-hmm. Like, there it's is relate. a physical but relational response. Yeah, I hear relational there with twos. But but it's because there's there's things to do. Like that's that's the way their oh, positive outlook oh, sort of sure. comes out. Yep, yep, yep. I hear where you're going. Yep. For sevens, it's uh, why spend time in these unfortunate things when we could go have fun. Yep, it's it's getting away from 
the fear, but it's doing it in a physical way. Yeah. I'm sure we'll see this. I uh, Part of getting into the body, mind, and heart in this series, we're going to do all three of these, obviously. I really wanted to talk about secondary centers, and there mm-hmm. it is for twos and sevens. Mm-hmm. There's just, there's something to be plumbed there. Yeah. And, and because so much of enjoyment in this physical world is about physicality, mm-hmm. that's, it's like we talk about the ice cream thing. We talk about climbing mountains. We talk about adventures. It, it's, it's so much of life's enjoyment is about engaging your body and doing things. Like there's there's creation elements to this, like like creating something great, is is part of that as well. Um, and this th- this is what real gluttony is. It's it's not constantly eating. It's it's seeking out enjoyment. And and I, we live in a physical world, so so much of that enjoyment is going to be physical. Also comes out of a very primal thing for a seven, which is fear of being deprived or fear of being stuck. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's it. That is, I want to say, as we, as we talked about with our, you know, our faith podcast, we just did, that's primal. That's the primal thing is Mm -hmm. your fear. Your fear is the thing that moves you down the dark road, but that's the first step. Right. Notice how physical that is. The fear of being deprived is the fear for sevens. Right. Or being stuck. Both of those yeah. very physical in nature. And and because they don't have a connection, a direct connection to the heart space, they have a much more difficult time reconciling that that fear is also about depravity in the emotional space. Yeah. Like they just they they don't see it, they don't recognize it. They're they're just sort of blind to their heart center. Yeah. We'll talk quite a bit about that when we do our episode on the heart. Right. You got thoughts on eights and their bodies? <laughs> so this uh, eights, nines, and ones are all already in the body center. So uh, they're going to have a... I feel like there's a lot more to say about these three types and their bodies. Uh, eights are being naturally concerned about protecting weakness and and vulnerability and and projecting a sense of strength yep. there's going to be a lot of that that comes from their body yep and that doesn't matter if they're a six foot biker looking like hardcore guy or if they're a petite frail looking yeah but like it it doesn't matter the energy that they put off is about strength. Yeah. And so, like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which I I have not spent enough time studying Ruth Bader Ginsburg to <laughs> guess what, to know what type she is. But she was a tiny, frail, little old woman yep. who projected so much energy out of her body that I would not be surprised if she was an eight. Now, last like, picture I saw or video I saw of her was her lifting weights. Yeah. She's like 82 or whatever. And just yeah. like doing, doing curls. 
and like 82 pounds <laughs> and like she she was just this I and mean, she was this, this frail little person and but her energy her presence in yep. the space that she occupied was enormous and, yeah. and strength and like like she was there to get shit done yeah my favorite image of that same thing in terms of comparison i'm i'm starting to be convinced that kurt cobain's innate okay kurt cobain is 5 foot 2 and he's standing next to chewbacca in terms of what's the bass player's name for nirvana <laughs> for, oh, i don't know uh, some some scandinavian russian kind of name sure Ugh, my 90s street cred is just out the window here all the energy in that band up front is coming from Cobain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, the big dude next to him, none. Right. And uh, obviously their drummer brings some, some, some pain from, the, from behind them. But man, right. Kirk, Kirk Cobain is a you don't mess with me kind of person. And he's just tiny. Right. I well, suppose and, and I like, see that. Go ahead. Tom Cruise, another example Cruise of is? that. Cruise is very small. I don't know if he's an eight. Oh. But like. He could very easily be an unhealthy three, like the way yeah. that he's sort of obsessed with his image. Because That's where I'm going. Nobody right. knew that he was small until a yeah. few years ago, when everyone was like, "Do you guys know how small Tom Cruise is?" And they, you see him they next to Nicole Kidman. Yeah, they film <laughs> his stuff in a way that that yeah. presents him as a lot larger than he is. No, there's your three. <laughs> exactly, but but there's still there's there's a sense of the energy coming off of him. But yeah, that's it. Is is about strength and drive and energy it's it's not and and this is so coming back to eights in their bodies yep like they have shit to do yep and they're there to get it done and their energy is going to be a big part of their presence and and so their body is going to be a tool in that way like they're they're less concerned about how they physically look and more concerned about how they're perceived Mm -hmm. and they can accomplish a lot with their energy. Yep. Sometimes the stuff to do is get everybody else out of my space so that I can be by myself and do nothing for this afternoon. Right. Um, So it's not necessarily always, I suppose I'm speaking out of experience with, with my kids right now, <laughs> but <laughs> it is the case that there's stuff to do, but it's, you know what I'm going to accomplish getting you the hell out of my room, mm-hmm. you know? And, and because so sevens, eights and threes all do this because we're, we're talking about the aggressive stance with sevens, mm-hmm. eights and threes. Be part of their whole thing is that they believe that they can order reality according to the way that they see it. Mm-hmm. And this is particularly true for eights. And as such, it's very true about their bodies as well. Mm-hmm. Is that, that they will do what they need to do to get their bodies to present in a way, to, to get their bodies to do and present in a way that coincides with how they see reality. Yeah. And this is going to be 
we haven't talked about the body types yet. Eight, nines, and ones are our last numbers. So mm-hmm. you are uh, these types are taking the world in through their bodies and so are going to be very aware of textures, light, sound, smell, comfortable, uh, if they're feeling comfortable in the space. Mm-hmm. The way that's expressed for, for my kid ends up being, it's hyper aware of, of uh, the texture of foods. Mm-hmm. For example, is one of the places that's expressed. Yeah. They have a little tent that's over their bed so that they can control the light, even when yeah. their obnoxious father comes in and turns on the lights. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm in the tent, sucker. <laughs> the, this isn't true of, of all eights, obviously, but it, I, my my experience of this is as a body type ends up being, I'm actually not perfectionistic about many of the things in my world, in my life physically, but there's a handful of them that are super important to me. And they're nearly all about just feeling comfortable as I take the world in. Mm, Yeah. I imagine that's true of you as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, for ones, it's going to be like, there's going to be a sense of like what's right and wrong tied to it for nines. It's about comfort and, and harmoniousness and, and eights. It's, like there's going to be a sense of power and control. Like your kid wants to make sure that when dad comes in and turns on the lights, that someone else's act does not take control out of their hands. I wonder, just to push into that real quick, the world being ordered isn't about right and wrong for me. The world being ordered is about me feeling comfortable. When the world is ordered, then I feel comfortable. And I bet you it's the same for you. I bet you when the world is peaceful, then you feel comfortable. And I bet you for eights, it's when I feel like I'm not vulnerable, when I feel like I'm strong in this space and in control, then I feel comfortable. Wouldn't that be right? Sure. Yeah. I'm floating stuff. Yeah. That's good. (laughs) That's fine. I I just want to say that in terms of like, I'm not obsessive about right and wrong for their right. own sake all the time. It's actually that this is, I mean, this I suppose is why the, you, you know, your, your primary center is so important. That's where you, you get your grounding. Right. I want my Star Wars action figures that are on my bookshelf looking a certain way. Not because there's a, a fixed platonic established order to how said figurines need to be arranged. But for you, there is a right way. There might have been a lightsaber sticking up a stormtrooper's bung the other day that I stumbled into because somebody had broke into my office and and sabotaged my figures. And messed with your things and got them out of order. And the thing there is I thought it was really funny, one. And two, I rearranged them not because there's a right order. I rearranged them because this is... When I when I have certain pictures on the wall or little figurines that I care about, it looking a certain way, it just makes me feel stable, solid. Right. right. Everything's right with the world. Right. And that's a sense of happiness. I mean, there is really what I'm seeking. I'm seeking happiness there through my body. Yeah. I bet you that's true of eights, nines, and ones. Yeah. I'm seeking. Oh, see, I here's stumbling on something. That's not going to be true of twos, threes, and fours. They're going to feel happiness when their relational connections are solid and sound. Yeah. Could be the case that everything's at a joint and disorder. Yeah. But if their relationships are solid. Yep. 
and when fives, sixes, and sevens are, it's it's their stuff when they have yeah. security. When they have when they have the relationship, when they have the tools, when they have the adventure, then they feel happy. Mm-hmm. I hadn't yep. put that together. It's the intelligence center and happiness. How we think about happiness. I bet you those go together real strong. Yeah. Mm. So much of eights is about their bodies. Um, I mean, we could probably talk about vengeance and lust for a little bit here. And it, it is, I mean, it's, there's a carnal element. It's, and like that, all of the stuff that we're talking about is so easily manifested within the body. Yeah. For eights. Even, I suppose the, the negative is lust and vengeance, but on the positive, when eights in a healthy place go to two in security, it's physically helping others with their reservoirs of power and strength. Yeah. Right. And, and using, yeah, it's like that, that is the thing that we say about eights moving to two in security is that, that they use their significant strength and, and abilities to take care of other people to protect the underdog. And that's, that's what the strength is for. It's to protect. Protect is a good image there. That's a, I don't see that as a, it can be a mental thing for sure. It can be a heart thing, but I, my experience of AIDS, that, that comes across much more as a, as a physical thing. You mm-hmm. and I work with, with a man who is an eight and he worked as a bouncer for a while per, right. and, you know, fought professionally MMA for right. a season. Right. Well, and it, it, it doesn't have to be physical. Like I, I think that it is, because of the ways that we sort of groom and and celebrate the kind of energy that that like big strong eights bring to the table, it it's easy to point to those things. But even like RGB, we're talking about uh, RGB. Sure. Like she she didn't have any physical strength to offer anyone for anything. Like I wouldn't be surprised if she couldn't even pick up her own coffee cup at the end but sure. like but she still like to her dying day she used her strength to protect other people yeah she just did it with the the strength that she had which was yeah. her brain there that's a good call the the eight that always comes to mind when we talk about music is zach de la roche who's the singer for rage against the machine again mm-hmm. small dude right. but that what he what what he's got to offer is just fire into a microphone that right. is entirely about don't mess with the people I care about. Right. Yeah. Or me. <laughs> it It's easy to, to point to examples of physical strength being exhibited by eights. Yes. But it is just as true that eights bring that strength to whatever field they're, they're proficient in. Yeah. There it is. Mm. Yeah, and just to circle back to pop culture, nearly all of our eights, both on the hero side, if we wanted to go down that list, but when we did villains, these are very physical villains. Yep. Um, Killmonger's a physical villain. Thanos is a physical villain. Yep. Who else do we have? Magua is a very physical villain. Right. Um, I mean, on the on the on the opposite side, like I would love to. Someday we'll do the the eight deep dive into to heroes, but people like the the one that always hits me is Maximus from Gladiator, who mm-hmm. um, before battle stoops down and 
and puts dirt in his hand, rubs it together, and smells it. And the just the tactile nature of that pre-war, I'm I'm preparing myself for battle. Right. Ends up being huge. I suppose we talked about Rocket in the MCU. Lots of body issues going on with that character. Right. And his rage about being vulnerable. Yeah. In his character arc of establishing space and security for him. Not security, but positioning to to be in a position of strength again. I suppose, is that what's going on with Rocket and Groot? He like... He befriends the biggest dude there is <laughs> so that he has some leverage. I think there's a lot of things going on with Rocket and Groot. Like, yeah, the biggest dude there is, but also Groot's kind of dumb. Sure. And and needs protection. Yeah. Groot okay. doesn't need physical protection. Yeah. Groot needs purpose and and like someone to tell him to like stop following that butterfly. <laughs> You know, all right. I got. I got to wrap these other ones up. My my, my wife's telling me that Darren's right. Uh, in good news, the one is going to get short shift here. <laughs> uh, let's talk about nines and their bodies. Uh, let's not just skip it. <laughs> <laughs> nines and their bodies. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna insert a disclaimer here uh, because I. I'm a nine and I personally have, I have a chronic pain disease. So my relationship to my body is like, it, it's not only from the nine perspective, but it's also super messed up because of my pain disease. So just need to put that out there. I'm, I'm biased. <laughs> uh, so, so nines being in the center of that body type uh, nines take in everything through their bodies, through their intuition, but they don't engage the world through their bodies. So this is where like, we're also part of the withdrawn types with fours and fives. And because of that, like we don't, we aren't aware of our bodies. We aren't in tune with our bodies. We aren't engaged with our bodies in the ways that most people are. Because like we we take everything in through our intuition, but we don't act out of that, mm-hmm. and and oftentimes we have no idea what's going on with our bodies because we're just we're we're not in tune with them in that way. I find nines in their bodies deeply fascinating. My beloved mother, who passed uh, just a year and a half ago, was one of the best interior designers in our state. Mm-hmm. Taught interior design for decades. Her house was a mess. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> right. And the project's never quite getting completed because of the change element, I imagine. It's part of it. Married to a and seven. And also, it's just who so start- much work. <laughs> Man. She was married to a seven who started projects and didn't yeah, finish and them. Yeah, didn't finish them. Yep. And so there was that fun dynamic. And, of course, uh-huh. since they're both positive outlook, you know, it's fine. We'll deal with it later. The fact that their house had, like, they hadn't installed doors in their basement in Colorado so that the the cold came in throughout the year. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. We'll get to it at some point. We'll get to it later. Those, those, the later's not a point in time, nines. They did put doors on eventually without 
doorknobs so the doors would fly open when you, when you turn <laughs> the heater on because the heat would push the doors just open. Like just one more little step. But it, she's an interior designer. He's a seven. And so they like picking out the right doorknobs <laughs> was a hurdle there. Wine was way more of a temptation for those two than, than <laughs> uh, finishing this damn project downstairs. But yeah. for nines there is where my mind goes with body types. And again, there's, is it not the case? You're seeking the peace and calm first. Right. What does that look like physically? So, I mean, this is this is one of the places where it gets gets a little weird. Like like threes, it it's going to be really hard to talk about threes and their heart. It's going to be really hard to talk about sixes and their head because mm. that disconnect, that that taking in through the body but not engaging through the body, means that like a, there are a lot of nines who are very active people but they're not active at things that are important. There are a lot of nines who are like me, not so active. And like, it's, it's, it's just like our relationship to our bodies is, it's like, it's missing a a link. Like it's, it's missing something and, and we're not good about engaging our bodies. Well, I imagine some of that comes from your coping style. Yeah. If your body doesn't feel good, then you're going to. I'll just deal with it later. It's going to be fine. Yeah. You're going to be fine. The positive outlook has a neglectful opposite side of the coin. Yes. So, and that's obviously, we've talked about this in the past. My mom has suffered terribly with her body for the last 10 years of her life. And, you know, as a one who wants to improve things, my fury at her not being able to to en- to engage the problems that she had physically, you know, that was a place of real stress for us. Sure. Instead, she was collecting dogs, you know. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. Like, uh, you know what it'll Sounds make like a way better, better time than what going to the doctor. You're just going to go to the doctor all the time. That sounds just get, terrible. Just get another it's Labrador. Be fine. That's it's all you need. Fine. <laughs> Labrador and some wine. It's going to we're going to Sounds great. Sounds way better than the doctor. (laughs) And an $800 heating bill. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Comfort. The comfort of you are connected in your physicality, yeah? By the people, by the relationships. There's a physical experience of... I mean, I I imagine you're experiencing this with your your one-year-old. The physical nature of your relationships is a place where you find the peace and calm that you crave. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what you mean. I, I the, the I don't see this in your world. I do see this with my mom and with my neighbor and with other nines that they're collecting their their cat, you know, the the person who's a cat person who has 20 cats. I associate that with kind of a nine personality that I'm this is my response to the fear of disconnection. Sure. I have five dogs. Why are you having a fifth dog? It's because you don't want to be disconnected. And the dogs actually make you feel as though there's energy there, there's mm-hmm. love there, and it's a physical experience. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I mean, we had five dogs and I loved it <laughs> growing up. It was awesome. It's all about finding that comfortable position in the world. And and that that could be that could be having 20 cats it could be having five dogs it, it could be 
filling your time with activities that keep you distracted yeah. from the things that you know you're supposed to be doing. Like we're we're in the middle of remodeling the coffee shop right now and and there's a whole huge change that is going on with it. And there was enough time in the planning process for me to be like, once we actually started taking it seriously, like I I'm okay with the changes that are coming because I've had enough time to really think about it. But now that literally like the shop is closed and we've hired a contractor who's doing all of the work and he's doing an amazing job, but also I'm not the one that's in charge. I'm not in that building every day. I'm not, I'm not physically doing the work of enacting this change. And I'm, I'm not directly engaged in this project. And my subconscious is going nuts. Like I'm losing sleep and I'm having panic attacks. And, and I, I was in there the other day and like I, before I left my house, I had that sense of sort of like blind panic that I'm just pushing down, which is sort of a positive outlook thing. Mm -hmm. And I got there and it went away immediately because I was in the space. Mm, That's interesting. And, and so like there's, there's an element of the, the comfort, the, the sort of harmoniousness that we're seeking because we take in the world through our bodies involves our physical space. Having five dogs isn't, it is about connection, but it's also about what makes us feel comfortable. Right. And comfort in large measure for eights, nines and ones is about control. Right. As well. And, And you're out of control with someone else ripping apart and rebuilding a space that is central to your identity. Right. I'm not making decisions on something that is my livelihood. Yeah. But just being in the space changes that. Right. We, uh, in our Star Wars deep dive, elevated Jabba the Hutt as a nine, but there's a lot of that going on there. These comfort objects Mm -hmm. and control. Yep. Comfort object is Han Solo frozen in a carbonite on the wall. Right. And he's got a big pet below a grate in the floor to keep control. Just in case a Jedi walks in, I can always hit the trap door and have him eaten by the Rancor. Right. And all the things are about establishing that peace desired. Mm Mm-hmm. Good stuff to talk about there. Yeah. All right, with the ones, wrap up with the ones. How do ones uh, experience their bodies? Well, their bodies are wrong and bad and (laughs) need to be punished and fixed and no. Um, I got thoughts on exactly that, that angle though. (laughs) Oh, I know you do. (laughs) Uh, I think that ones are being in the body, uh, taking the world through their, their body, engaging the world through their body. Ones are going to be very aware of their physicality and, also very concerned about the functionality for functionality's sake. Like they're like, I think five, like we talked about fives being really concerned about the thing working well. I think that that kind of element is going to exist for ones, but I think it's, it's going to be 
filtered through this sense of like, like because they experience the world in their body, I don't think they're going to be necessarily as aware of the tool in the way that fives are. And, and we're still bringing in the concern about corruption. So, yep. so ones are going to have this like weird, like needing to fix their body relationship that may not ever really be satiated. Yeah. And it's because they're idealists. This is the right. this is a primary problem for ones with their body is their idealism is how they connect with the world. Yeah. And their anger that goes inward is gonna target everything that's not ideal about themselves. So that might be all sorts of things. That could be their eating habits to, you know, I how your hair looks, the whether or not your dress is correct. Ones are the most ruthless towards themselves and their own lust or diet or what else is kind of a, you know, animal desires, the, those sorts of, I mean, they're glut, you know, lust and gluttony, maybe it's just the, those are the two big physical quote unquote sins. The, um, anyway, well, I even it comes out of their I, idealism. And, and even a lot of the other sort of sins like one in the same way that like ones, twos and sixes are all earners. Yeah. So you have to earn rewards. Like you don't get to be, you don't get to rest until you've earned your rest. So, so like, that's like, that's the angle of from like even sloth, like their, their relationship to something like sloth is, is tainted through that as well. Mm hmm. Well, the uh, a, pr- a primary in terms of the solution for a lot of ones, we actually believe that if we just put up boundaries against our inner impulses, then everything else will be fine. Right. A lot of that is earning um, in terms of their stance, in terms of how they get what they want in the world. But that's also solving problems. The problems are probably something that I did and that emerged from these reckless emotions or impulses that I have, these mm-hmm. desires I have. So again, ones are going to be ruthless with desire and it all right. f- flows from their idealism. Right. But I think the body comes into play real strongly for ones because that's their intuition center. And so that's what they're feeling first. Right. You know, their, their, their feel their, their intuitions, their physicality is what they're drawing the world in through. And so that's the first place we need to start. Right. Some of this comes out in ones in terms of I I could there's a bunch of types that I associate physically with being overweight or I associate physically with not dressing well. Mm-hmm. That's ones never come to mind when I think of that. Like sure. I, I don't. I'm sure there are in terms of their their bodies. I'm sure there are ones that don't dress well or or are over overweight in terms of like obese, but. It's not a type I normally associate with that. Sure. Well, it's, it's, I mean, ones are going to be utilitarian in their decisions about how to take care of the body and, and their clothes. Like you say dress well, and you and I have been friends for many, many years, and you are 
Yeah. Go ahead. Better <laughs> than you have been in the past. Let me think about dress well there. But but your your clothing decisions are much more utilitarian than they are fashionable. Yeah. Of all things, I didn't think about myself there. But you do not wear ratty things. Yeah, it used to. But I think but I, I'm a kid of the 90s also, so. Right, yeah. Um, but but like, like when you're in public spaces, you dress appropriately for the space. Yeah. Not necessarily fashionably for the space, but appropriately. Yeah. Man, I got to think on that. I think it's the case I'm just not thinking of myself. I'm thinking of all the other ones I know and sure. none of them have. But it's, it's, it's true for everyone else too. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, there, because there's like it is that I hesitate to use right and wrong because I, I don't want to like follow that rabbit trail. But, but like there is outfits that are appropriate for this setting and these like you, you dress yeah. within what is appropriate. I bet you. So we did Annie Wilkes. She's yeah. not a good dresser, but it's her idealism and what is good and right and wrong that gets applied to dress. Right. She's not going to value as a moral good dressing well, but someone's really do, and they're earning the control they desire actually does flow out of, I need to dress a certain way for this space. Mm-hmm. Right. In order to and, earn and the control I want. She's she's not a good She's not a quote unquote good dresser as in saying that like she's not super fashionable, but she absolutely fits in with the type of person who owns a farm in the middle of nowhere, yeah. Colorado. Right. Yep. That comes out of her oneness. I didn't think right. on that. I mean, and there would be I mean, at least in King's book, there's a there would be a, a one who doesn't care as much about her physicality. Right. I don't think on that. Anything else on ones in their body? I think that ones are probably so. So threes are going to be really concerned about their image, but I think that ones are in in a similar way, but for obviously very different reasons. I think that ones are most likely to be hard on themselves. I think we we talked about that yeah. a little bit, but like that's yeah the. Ones are going to want to take care of their body in a utilitarian kind of way. And like there are standards because this is, this is right. This is the order of how to take care of your body. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like in that, it's still in that body space like that. They, they are action forward and they are much more likely than say nines or even sixes to like, you work out every day because this is this is what you do to mm-hmm. take care of your body. Like there are, there are rules about this. And There's something on that side of things where there ones I think I'll have to think through this actually. Ones are certainly going to be one of the types that abuses their body the most right. um, if they are unhealthy, abusing it through things like anorexia, uh, starvation diets, um, mm-hmm. through working out too hard through alcohol consumption. I'm going Mm -hmm. to drink, not because I want more drinks, but because I want to actually punish something in my physicality. Mm -hmm. And they also are the ones that are most likely to hide all of that. Exactly, yep. Yep, yep. True. Mm. All right, well, on that upbeat, (laughs) (laughs) got anything else to say about the body? I 
bodies are weird and messed up. I don't know. I have a weird relationship with my body, so all of this could be nonsense because I don't know how bodies work. But. You know what, TJ? However it comes out, that's how it's going to go. That's how it's going to go. <laughs> hey, friends, we are three five-star reviews away from 150 of these suckers, and you are the person who loves us so much that you're willing to take five seconds to just help us on this front. We would love if you... And, and TJ has committed to naming uh, his next kid Enneagram. Did I commit? If we get there, it's definitely going to happen. Did I commit? We'll see. But if this podcast has done your body well, uh, do share it with some friends. Uh, we would love you for it. The music here is by The Collection out of Greensboro, North Carolina, and Tim Coons from Greeley, Colorado. You can find all the links to all of our stuff at aroundthecircle.org. And uh, I think that's what I got. You got anything else, Steve? I got nothing. It's DJ Wilson. He's officially awesome, and he's got a fantastic body. (laughs) 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 And I'm Jeff Cook. And who you aren't isn't interesting. Be who you are. You're going to set the world on fire. (laughs) 